Today is May the 6th. What's the most important thing? Let's find out together as we read stories from Tuesday of Passion Week. Today as we read through the Bible in a year, I'd like you to read Matthew 21 from verse 23 to chapter 22, verse 22. You'll find parallels to that in Mark eleven twenty-seven to twelve seventeen, and in Luke 20, from 1 to 26. We're going to follow the story in the book of Matthew. In the book of Matthew, we find five separate paragraphs. Mark and Luke repeat three of those paragraphs. Matthew just has a little bit more of a complete story. Matthew chapter 21, verse 23, they have re-entered Jerusalem. They have seen the cursed fig tree on the way, and immediately the temple authorities come to Jesus and say, what authority did you have to cast the animals out of the temple yesterday? Jesus responds in all three Gospels the same way. He says, I'll tell you whose authority I had if you will answer a question for me. On whose authority did John baptize? Now, the religious leaders knew that the people venerated John. John had died by this time, but the people held John as a prophet. They knew that if they said, on his own authority or no authority, that the people would revolt. The people would reject them. But they knew that if they said on God's authority, Jesus was going to say, then why didn't you go to be baptized by him? So they said, well, we can't tell you. <laughs> and Jesus said, fair enough. I'm not going to tell you either. <laughs> what an answer. You can see how Jesus just begins to get under the skin of the Pharisees. Then in the book of Matthew, he gives a parable, a parable of two sons. The father of the household says to both of his sons, go to the fields, work the fields today. One son says, I'll go, and then he doesn't. The other one says, no, I'm not going to go. But then he goes. He feels bad and he goes. Jesus asked the simple question, which of the two obeyed his father? And the religious leaders said, the second. What was Jesus saying? He's saying that the important thing is not what you say you're going to do, it's what you do. The first son said he would go and then he didn't go, he disobeyed. The second son said he wouldn't go and then he went, he obeyed. Jesus said, you're right. The most important thing is not lip service. It's obedience. Then we come to the parable of the evil tenants. Now, this occurs in all three of the Gospels. According to this parable, something very unusual happens. A rich man leaves and goes away. That was fairly common. 
especially in a place like Palestine, which was subject to Rome, a large landowner might leave his land in Palestine to be managed by tenants who would work the land. He would go and live in luxury in Rome. Then when the time was right, when the harvest was there, he would send for the proceeds from the harvest. The land tenants would have been paid first, and then whatever excess there is, is sent to the, uh, to the landowner. Apparently the harvest is pretty good that year because when the servant came to collect, the tenant said, uh, it's a lot of money. I think we'll keep it. And they beat up the first servant. The landover sent a second servant and a third, and each one they abused and they sent away empty-handed. Finally, the landover's owner said, I'll send my son. The evil tenants in some weird, twisted thought process said, this is the heir. If we kill the heir, we'll have the land. So they killed the son. And of course, the landowner comes back with an army and destroys them. At the end of this parable, it says that the religious leaders understood that Jesus was talking about them. They wanted to arrest him, but they were afraid of the crowds. Because just like the crowds considered John a prophet, they also considered Jesus to be a prophet. The Gospel of Matthew now presents a third parable, parable of the, of the great feast. Uh, this doesn't occur in the other two, uh, or it occurs in a different context than the other two. But apparently, on that Tuesday, Jesus used this occasion to talk again about the great feast. But he adds a twist at the end. In the parable of the great feast, a man prepares a feast. All of the people that he has invited give excuses on why they can't go. The master of the feast says, go find people that have not been invited yet. Invite them. Find the sick, the poor, the maimed, the lame. Um, they do, and they come, and there's a wonderful feast. But the twist at the end, one is attending. The master would typically give guests a special robe to wear, and everybody had the robe except for this man. This man had broken into the feast to eat. He could have been invited. He could have worn the clothes, but apparently he didn't want to rely on the king. So he broke in to take what he thought he could. The master says, bind him and cast him out. All of this represents the Pharisees, the religious leaders of the day. We end this section talking about taxes for Caesar. They come to Jesus and they try to get him to say something that would be unpopular. They have two coins. They have a temple coin which bears no image and they have a Roman coin which bears the image of Caesar. 
and they say to Jesus, is it right for us to pay tax to Caesar or should we pay tax to the temple? Jesus, recognizing what they were doing, says, well, whose image is on that coin from Rome? They look and they say, it's Caesar's. He says, oh, well, it must belong to him then. Why don't you give it back to him? But give to God that which bears the image of God. What bears the image of God? Each and every single person. Jesus was saying, follow God. Follow God. If Caesar asks you for money, give him money. That's no big deal. But you follow God. We started the devotional with the question, what's the most important thing? You know what it is? It is all about obedience. Every story that we looked at has to do with obeying. The two sons, the one who at first said, I'm not going, and then went, he's the one who obeyed. The uh, king who had a great banquet, his guests didn't go. He said, let others come in, but one tried to sneak in without being invited. You can't do that. Can you obey Caesar? Sure. Obey Caesar. Give him the tax. But give God yourself. Because you bear the image of God. And then finally, the evil tenants, they thought they could usurp the will of the master, somehow inherit the land that he owned. Jesus says, oh no, look how deeply they disobeyed. They were killed. The religious leaders and the Pharisees knew that Jesus was talking about them. But you know he's talking about all of us. He's telling us all the most important thing in our life is to obey. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you used to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Enjoy this Sunday in your local church.